there was a, a commenter on, and I was pleased to see he weighed in when someone had a bit of a bash at the, the, the big breweries. And it was an employee of one of the big breweries who said, look, I work for the, the brewery that you're having a, a real go at. And, you know, I've had time off uh, from work, you know, an extended period of time off uh, from work with cancer. They've kept me on, you know, they've looked after me. They've done the right thing. And these are businesses of people as well. Brews News Week is proudly presented by Cryomalt. With over 25 years in the field, Cryomalt are dedicated to providing the finest brewing ingredients to help brewers create the foundations of a truly excellent beer. Your premium brewing partner and proud sponsors of Brews News. I'm your host, Pete Mitchum, and joining me, Matt Kierkegaard. G'day, Matt. G'day, Pete. How are you? I'm not too bad. Mate, we just uh, don't talk anymore. No, no. <laughs> well, certainly not. Uh, it's going to be a while, I think, before we do it for FTF. Is that such a thing? Face-to-face? Uh, in, in, in real life, yeah, it'll be certainly a while before we oh, right. do it then, but uh, we, we, we have been chatting a fair bit this week, which has been nice. It has been. And look, I think the feedback to The Antidote, which for those who uh, listeners who perhaps haven't caught up with it yet, is uh, something that we decided in the at the beginning of the week to do and then started it at the beginning of the week. So it was kind of thrown together a little bit like the hamster on the wheel that is Bruce News, but um, it, uh, it certainly seems to have touched a chord. It's filling a gap and it's serving a purpose. Um, and so, in that respect, I think it's been it's been great chatting with you, Matt, because I think um, we're we're sort of finding our groove. And as I say, the, the the really gratifying thing for me is the is the feedback for people uh, saying that yeah, this is actually helping me. So and I yeah, think that's and, and good. I think we'll do yeah, as normal. We'll do most of our mailbag at the end. But seeing seeing you've touched on that, um, last week we did you know. We were a little bit shell-shocked as things were rapidly evolving last week and we just weren't sure from with all that was going on whether it was appropriate to do our regular, you know, slightly um, light-hearted but serious look at the, the, the beer news of the week. And so, um, uh, you know, in, in one of our regular correspondents and good, uh, you know, uh, supporter of the program, um, Daniel Ridd, you know, said, um, nice show today, but I've got to ask uh, Matt and Pete running out of puff. Did someone set the waffle police on Matt? Um, <laughs> and because you know, it, he made the point that it, um, he was just getting into his stride during his, um, his, his walk and we were winding up the show, um, which is a little bit uh, unusual for us. And it, it was really a case of us grappling with how best to handle everything that was going on, whether it was appropriate to just sort of talk about other things last week and the feedback that we got both you know, from people like Daniel and just talking amongst ourselves, how can we make a meaningful contribution? That sparked the antidote and Pete, congratulations on the name. Um, what was my idea? What was my suggestion? Is Daily Dose a name too lighthearted in this situation? I just thought of the clap. So I, <laughs> yes, so I, yeah. So, yeah maybe, maybe keep out of that. But then This you is know, why we workshop uh, things. This is why a team um, can work. Exactly. Uh, and then you suggested, you know, check in and check up. And then I said antidote, serum, shot in the arm. Um, and then we came up with the antidote. Yeah. yeah. So Anyway, so that was a long way of saying. So, you know, that was how we decided was the appropriate way to do it. You know, check in with the industry, let people share uh, a little bit of back and forth um, and, and ideas um, to, to just, you know, and actually, Pete, and we'll, come, we'll come to the feedback, but the, the feedback from... The industry has been lovely, so uh, yeah, so so that's why we've done it, and and that's also why um, we're back with our regular um, Brews News Week this week. Um, having heard the feedback and realised that you know it's, it's it's not 
we're in this for a long time yet, and so we may as well continue with regular programming, just being mindful of uh, you know the, the way that everyone's feeling. But it is important too that as I think as far as humanly possible, it's it's just human nature to be um, soothed and and reassured by anything that that gives us that brings a sense of normality. And so I think you know on my regular thing. I'm still going to, you know, we can go outside. It's not pissing down with rain. It's not floods. It's not famine. It's not locusts. So we, we can go outside. Um, so we can still do our walk. Uh, I do that Friday morning and I listen to my Bruce News Week. That sort of thing I think is important for the industry and it's important for us as well just to sort of to say, well, you know, <laughs> the uh, the income might be, it might have dried up a little bit, but we can still produce, you know, a product that people are um, uh, grateful for. Absolutely. And uh, that, that, that said, we'll probably still be a little bit of a shorter program today only because the news has pretty much been almost exclusively um, COVID-19 stuff. And we didn't want to just rehash, um, do a whole episode about that. No, and, and like you said, Matt, by the time our listeners get a hold of this in their in their shell-like, um, it's it's old news anyway. It's changing so so quickly. So um, I think we, we stick with what we're doing. We'll make it reasonably, reasonably as much as we can, a COVID-19 free zone um, and then uh, leave that for, for the antidote. But um, keep the keep people informed of the news. That said, um, the one thing I will uh, let people know, you know, so just following on from that. So, we, yeah, we're not going to cover all of the COVID-19 stories. Um, and even if you are a subscriber to our newsletter or our you know, you're a regular visitor to... Um, Australian Brews News on the web. You know, there, there are so many media releases and updates and resources that governments, state and federal, and even local. Um, we had a, a, an email from the um, Melbourne City Council today about things that they're doing for their local um, businesses. And rather than just have this fire hose of information coming out, we're going to create a just a central resource for all of that stuff. Um, and that's the best way to stay current. Um, and the best way to stay, if you want to know what's happening, um, go there rather than us trying to update with things that can very quickly go out of date. Yeah, for sure. And, and look, in terms of you know, all the special offers and those breweries that are converting to takeaways or drive-through or click and collect, um, check your local guides. We, I don't think we've really got the space. And, and the and the thing is too, if you if you list one, you've got to list them all, and you're always going to miss one. So we'll keep it more news. Um, and uh, I guess, you know, government mandate update related. The, the number one resource for that is the Keeping Local Alive um, campaign uh, at the Crafty Pint. And he's, you know, James's uh, site, um, you know, the Crafty Pint is very much a directory site where that's what they do, you know. Um, breweries list on their website, um, breweries, bottle shops, bars, all list on the website. They sort of pay their fee, and presumably that gives him the resources to you know, provide all of that information for the industry. We're a little bit different. We don't really have the, our resources geared towards that style of campaign, so we fully support what he's doing and go there. Just on that, Matt, um, because I know because because the, the other thing you won't find over um, at, at keeping local alive is is anything to do with the with the big houses. Can we just throw in just a little bit, just to our listeners, um, to just keep in mind that, okay, still by, you know, according to your tastes, to your palate, to your, to your ideological leanings, all that sort of stuff. But don't forget that, um, don't don't diss the big guys um, and, and, and sort of put that down as if I, they, they'll be fine. Because a lot of those guys are still, you know, uh, 
Australian tax-paying citizens, they've still got families to feed and, staff, and that yeah. sort of thing. Yeah, and, and look, that's a really good point, Pete, because there, there has been, I, I, I think, whilst a lot of people have been embracing the idea of keeping local alive and supporting our you know, amazing local breweries, which is something you and I are very um, emotional about, but I think some people are using that to be a bit of a knob about big brewery bashing. Um, yes, they're big businesses uh, and they have the resources to, you know, sort of get through this um, as well. But I, I, I wouldn't read out this person's name, but there was a, a commenter on, and I was pleased to see he weighed in when someone had a bit of a bash at the, the, the big breweries. And it was an employee of one of the big breweries who said, look, I work for the, the brewery that you're having a, a real go at. And, you know, I've had time off uh, from work, you know, an extended period of time off uh, from work with cancer. They've kept me on, you know, they've looked after me, they've done the right thing. And these are businesses of people as well. Um, so yes, at the moment we're saying these big multinational com- um, companies have the resources that they will get through this. You know, they'll, they'll probably uh, you know have to reduce their dividends or their you know, you know boss bonuses or, or whatever. They'll, but they'll get through it. It's the small breweries that really need our help um, more than anything at the moment, and that's to me what that campaign is. You know, the small breweries, the small bars really need our support. But it's not an excuse to to, to bash. Um, people, for yeah. Their... Talk, talk up, talk up what you love, but just ignore. If if you don't like it, you know, as Grandma said, if you can't say anything nice, mate. But yeah, particularly when just, just talk up what's good. I, I I found it a little bit interesting that whilst you know all of the talk um, over the last you know week or two, has it been two weeks now that we've been having toilet paper crises and <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Um, but every photo that I've seen. Um, in, in my social media feed, and including people who are, you know, proudly talking about, you know, keeping local alive, I haven't seen any photos of anyone going, gee, my local IGA um, was out of toilet paper. It was all, you know, my local Coles and my local Woolies um, was out of toilet paper. So, you know, like it's, if, if you're going to fly a flag, you know, at least honour the commitment, you know, across the board, you know, don't just can you know say that it's okay to uh, to do go to the big houses um, for some things. I, I don't know. It, it's a complicated one, but no, I, I, at, at the end of the day, you know, with all of that nuance out of the way, get in, support your local uh, brewery. You know, as we've seen some interesting stuff, and again, to, to your point, Pete, we don't have the resources to be the complete directory list, and that's not the way that our business is is geared. We support the industry as a whole. That said, there have been a couple of, you know, I don't know if you saw the video I shared from Ballistic where because they've closed their bar and they're in an old um, where, you know, warehouse, they've just cleared out all of the furniture and literally turned the bar into a drive-through. And uh, you, you had Lockie... Uh, the old school bottle bottle o drive through where you could literally drive up to the bar. Have they, have and, they got a hose that rings a bell? No, you know when you drive over. They didn't have that, but uh, yeah. So so Lockie sort of uh, was doing a bit of a turn, um, you know, through literally through the bar and uh, getting his uh, four pack of ballistic. And uh, yeah, we, we have been sharing those things where there is something you know novel and interesting to to keep the general. Um, thing alive, and, and and that's why we've been doing it. But if you want to find, and it's it's important too, Matt, that we that we do shine a light on on the the lighter side. You know, at the, at the end of the day, yeah, we can uh, disappear up our own bums um, with the, with the gloom and doom. Um, but there's there's just little little nuggets in there if you if you look. Oh yeah, and and you know, like it's so it's nice to it's nice to see those sorts of uh, little videos and stories come up. But one of the funny things, and again, it's, it's probably it's one of my tangents, and I apologise for that. Although apparently some people enjoy them. Um, Is that the waffle police? Actually, 
Uh, I remember back in my day. That's our way back machine. But yeah, I was was reading a book um, and I was looking at, you know, um, London during the Blitz. And, you know, like the the, the first day that bombs fell on London, um, you know, it was the end of the world and, you know, people were, you know, let's surrender and, you know, all of those sorts of things. But, you know, then a couple of motivational um, Winston Churchill speeches and, um, and, and it went on for months and it rapidly became the normal where you were just sort of at the end of the day you would sort of go down to your um your, your, your bunker and you'd come up and half the street would be missing and you'd just get out the you know old pram and start carrying bricks and that became the, the, the new normal and I guess we're not sure how long this is going to go for but um, you know when we talk about things like resilience and things then uh, you know that's that's what we're seeing, and some of these funny stories are some of that, I guess, you know, black humour that um, can come out of the, the the really tough times. Yeah, and I think a couple of weeks in now, we're we're allowed a little bit of levity. We still obviously want to take it quite seriously, but um, you know, we certainly will uh, do what we can to honour our commitments to you. Speaking of honouring commitments, Matt, nice segue. Um, the <laughs> IBA committed to uh, getting a position filled, which is the new IBA general manager. And they've done that. They've honoured that commitment. Um, Kylie Lethbridge, who has a uh, pretty much a local government marketing background, uh, and she's on board. Look, God bless you, Cotton Socks, uh, Kylie, because you've certainly had to hit the ground running. And uh, I can't even think what it would be like to, to sort of, okay, here's my new job. Where is your desk? Okay, bang. Now what? Um- here, here's your chair, here's your desk, and here's your big shit here's sandwich your that you have to sort of uh, go off and, and, and solve on behalf of the industry. Yeah. Um, I, yeah I, I, she um, has certainly pulled Excalibur out of the rock and um, then turned around to go, oh my God, what was that? <laughs> Welcome and uh, yeah, good luck. Um, I, and I, I did send uh, Kylie a, just a, a quick note of acknowledging the timing that she was. Uh, coming into and wishing her the very best. And, you know, once we get through this, look look forward to getting her on the podcast and having a beer with her. Yeah, for sure. Other good news, Matt. Um, did you see Other Side Brewery over in, in WA uh, come up with a Plan C affordable ale? Yeah, this was this was interesting. So I, I, and I'd really love to st- – actually, Steve is somebody who I'd like to get on the um, – podcast on the antidote next week um to yeah, steve finney formerly steve of, uh, of feral brewing co i think that was his first his first main gig oh uh, he, no he was with um, little creatures he's not yeah as you said just oh, say, uh, you know. sorry I, I took that as red <laughs> yeah yeah um i think you just said that yesterday was it i did i um, did yeah uh, tim fishwick yeah. yeah just take take a punt with where somebody got their starting craft beer and you could say uh, you just say little you creatures. say either yeah either creatures mountain goat or uh, matilda bay you matilda got a fair bay. chance of being right and um, sometimes tick all three boxes yeah look I, I and i'm really keen to have a chat to him to find out um how quickly they were able to turn this around um to, mm. to get their um, plan C, whether it was sort of like, quick, we've got this beer in the tank, we're not going to be able to sell. Um, let's get it into cans and call it plan C, um, or how they did it. But what, what a great little pivot, you know, a nice budget, um, you know, a, a little budget buy for Western Australian craft beer drinkers. Um, it's $16 for a six-pack and $40 for an 18-pan pack. No, 18-can <laughs> pack, mean. yeah. Um, was it a, 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 I had a feeling there were four packs for 16 uh, Were they six packs? Or maybe 16, it's 16 six for a six pack. Okay, that makes sense. Maybe there's just an error. 16, in, yeah, yeah. That would make sense on the maths, yes. 
Yeah, something like sixteen for it is sixteen for a six pack, forty dollars for an eighteen can pack. Yeah, although so, sorry, not, not a four. Yeah, WA has just put in restrictions on how much beer you can buy, so you can only buy one can well, at a time. Yeah, yeah, but is that only through uh, through the big box retail or through through a retail outlet? Does a buying from the producer are all bets off? Can you? Uh, I don't know, but yeah. But, it but depends so, too whether they're are they trying to avoid hoarding or I know the I think the WA police commissioner sort of said look we don't want people you know just getting over refreshed. Well, some of the some of the WA um, you know followers our, our, and our listeners on the um, Facebook group said that the WA police commissioner is very you know anti-alcohol at the best of times. Um, so I'm just adding that. Without, might, yeah, it might be an opportunity to take the stick to us. Um, I wouldn't mind if we could get Steve Finney on either um, for a, a beer as a conversation or the antidote because I'd love to know too how um, you know we've spoken before about how you know Perth is the uh, geographically most isolated um, capital, capital in the world. Yeah. In the world. And I wonder how things are affecting them, um, you know, differently to perhaps how it is elsewhere. Yeah, and a um, great idea um, because I was due in Perth last week for um, the IBD conference. The IBD conference. It was, and I teed up, um, sit down with Steve to do exactly that. So we might have to do it you know, online. In the meantime, but I'd love to get him on and just have a chat and you know, touch base because we haven't had anyone from WA um, on, mm. on the antidote. So, um, but like yeah. you said, Matt, I'd be particularly keen to find out how they turned it around so quickly because particularly with uh, you know, like printing um, cans or getting those sorts of things produced, and I, I, I don't know what sort of alternatives they they would have um, considered. Yeah, absolutely. And actually, one of the things, you know, in terms of... Like what options they could have considered for, like, sleeves or stickers or labels, he says, setting it up. <laughs> well, mate, Dig, that is... set, spike. That is a very good question because as brewers are pivoting towards, um, you know, packaging and, you know, working out how to get their beer from, um, you know, for example, kegs back into cans so they can sell it, um, I guess a lot of people are going to need... Um, some labelling, Pete, um, so they can put on the label, particularly if it's a new beer like uh, Plan with... C. Oh, I see where you're going with this. Oh, so nicely done, man. If, if you had a new beer or you needed some packaging? <laughs> uh, look, I'd be calling Rellings Label Stickers and Packaging on 1300 852 um, to discuss your options with the team. Let's work through this together. Yes, that's, because... That's what, that's what Rellings Label Stickers and Packaging would say. That, that, exactly, that's what they would say. And what they would say is that we are an um, essential service because they do a lot of packaging for the pharmaceutical industry. So, oh, there you go. Well, because so, the other thing too is, of course, you can't, you know, um, it's a legal requirement that you can't have, you know, plain uh, un, unlabeled uh, alcohol. So that makes it even more essential. Absolutely. So, um, yeah, so they, they're they not going anywhere anytime soon, folks. Um, and give them a call to find out what their turnaround times are for your special COVID uh, emergency uh, beer ration pack. Your plan, your version of Plan C. Your version of Plan C. I think, yeah, trade, trademark applied. Um, now, don't forget to, we probably should let our, our listeners know, don't hammer them, you know, straight away and expect the normal five to seven working days turnaround. It may have slowed a little bit from that um but they're very good at getting people out of trouble where possible because they've got all so of these do, do them, and they do obviously yep. uh, support bruise newsweek and for that we thank them they do. But, but actually pete you know again end of ad but it but it does raise some really interesting uh points um they like last weekend and i'm going off the show notes here um going departing from the show notes um 
on Sunday night, you know, my Facebook feed started, actually my news feed first, um, you know, with uh, Australia could run out of beer. Um, that I, I presume was probably a little bit the big brewers knowing that the National Cabinet was meeting um, and, you know, looking at shutdowns and, you know, what was going on internationally. Um, yeah, it was a little and bit plant, of, planting that seed of we don't want to riot. We don't want to riot and also it takes a long time to... Um, Three Turn months. the tap back on. Yeah, three months was seems their, like was it, their quote. It sounded like a long time. Three months to to get. The I least. I wonder whether that was look. It, let's face it, it. The honest truth is, Matt. Most people know by now. There's you know, the brewers can almost literally press a button, and in about nine days, you know, twelve million cans of VB turn up at the at the other end or whatever it might be. Um, I wonder whether it's them having to gear up from okay, stop doing kegs do cans well hang on we need to get more cans and for them maybe that's a, a longer lead time to get that sort of quantity do you think that's maybe where well again like i i've, I've been listening and, and you know after um our chat with tim fishwick yesterday apparently there's been some big orders placed by the big breweries um who are most likely to get precedence um you know, for things like aluminium cans. Um, so they're obviously gearing up. I've also heard that one or two of the big brewers has put in fairly substantial growler orders. They've been trying to buy up every growler they can get their hands on. Um, again, th- this is just stuff that I'm hearing. It makes mm. sense, but, you know, put your own um, truth filter. I don't want to be fake news. Well, some, some health departments are getting a little bit of the old, you know, uh, TPS about the potential risk of of filling uh if you like non-sanitized containers oh and, f- and fair enough too as they should but the, the so I don't point... know, i'm just saying i don't think the growlers is going to be the uh the panacea that we're after no no I, but i i think and, and i've heard you know including a you know purchasing a, a couple of shipping containers filled with growlers um for their for, for their hotel because the, the the big brewers um are very much wanting to support their good hotel customers. Um, and we, we saw the announcement earlier in the week um, that Lion is actually any unopened kegs, they will take back and offer a cash credit, um, which, it, it, again, like let's take nothing away from them. Yes, they can probably yeah. afford it better than most, but still, all credit to them for doing that. Um, There's no, no law says they've got to do it. No law says they've got to do it. Good business Probably says you do, but and it's mm. it's no doubt going to help out um, publicans with a little bit of uh, cash that they weren't e- expecting. But then you know, for venues that you know maybe aren't geared up, you know, growlers and crowlers and those sorts of things are smaller, um, tend to be smaller, um, you know, craft venue type things. Um, and if you've got publicans that have got you know dozens of, you know, you, you could have a couple of thousand dollars um, wholesale of beer sitting in, in your lines and if you can get growlers to them um, then that's a way that you can support your hotel customers um, your, your loyal contracted hotel uh, customers yeah. um, to empty their lines and um, those sorts of things or just you know give them a little bit of cash flow uh, and you know again good good um, business strategy um, apparently and, I, and I've heard I, I haven't been able to confirm this room yet but I heard of one supplier to the craft industry who does keep a stock of growlers on hand um, has even said no to the overture to sell all of their stock um, to to one of the big houses because he were you know basically saying don't hear from you guys 
um, you know, the, the rest of the time, I'm going to keep these for my um, craft brewery clients. And uh, if I could source that, I'd certainly love to give that business, um, you know, a big thumbs up. Mm. Cool. Sorry, that you were going off script. Was that it? I, I, I never know. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, I'm, you know, I just... Oh, look, a squirrel. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I never know where that squirrel's going to go, Pete. I just, suddenly it'll go up a tree and I'll stop going, where was I going again? <laughs> anyway, um... Uh, that brings us to the mailbag. Now, we would love it if you would subscribe and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts from. Uh, it costs nothing, helps other beer lovers to discover the podcast, and at the end of the day, you can't use the excuse, I ain't got much time on my hands. Yeah, well, while you're sitting at home, while you're listening to this, you know, if, if, if you're listening to this on your iPhone or whatever, there is a link in the notes that you can click on. It will take you to iTunes. Um, and you can review us there. You can subscribe. We've, we've already filled in the five stars for you, so you don't even need to do that. <laughs> you don't, no, you, well, you, you don't even have to give us five stars. Mate, give us one star and you know tell yeah, us. Yeah, tell what just, it does. Well, no, we, we had it had a couple of one star reviews early on. Um, I, I think yeah, you know, it's pretty much five stars because why would you waste time reviewing unless we really upset you um, by saying something? Which there's every chance. Um, maybe it's anyway. Please review us um, because it, it really does help us. It helps Apple to know that we're a podcast. And, and particularly, Pete, yesterday, and I'll re- repeat this on the antidote today, but um, you know, our live stream just crashed yesterday um, because uh, you know, everybody is going to you know, live streaming to catch up with their teams and you know, everyone's getting into podcasts you know, for, to keep their businesses uh, alive. So there's a million podcasts that's, that are being added every day. You can help um, Apple's automatic computer monkey um, know that we are, you know... A, it is a, a Russian bot. <laughs> that we are a, a listened to and trusted uh, source. And then that makes sure that, you know, like if, if they're ever doing one of those lists on the front page of Apple, there's a chance that we will land on, on, on their front page and, you know, here's a news and recommendation. So, and that really does help us out um, for, the, for this thing that we do. That's it. Um, all letter writers will receive something, and um, you'll go into the draw to win a, a mixed six-pack, thanks to our very good friends at Beer Cartel, who sponsor our Letter of the Week. And I need to follow up what that is. Sorry, again, Prof, just to uh, uh, you know, elucidate on uh, what you said. We, we Please asked, do. We are still out of bar blades. We, we were deciding what merch we wanted to get, and I'll, I'll be honest with you, um, our cash flow, like every other business, has ground to a complete halt. Um and I've made a commitment to the Bruce News team that I'll keep them on, that their jobs are safe, um, and I'm not sure where that money's going to come from <laughs> out of my mortgage. So we're not investing heavily in new merch at the moment. Um, apologies. But one thing I did do is, you know, in addition to going out and buying, you know, a pizza from um, the, the, or, or some uh, Krage chicken from Soapbox, um, I contacted our good friend Deb Blue at Deb Blue Bakes, um, who did some uh, gingerbread cookies for us. And Deb's out of a job um, at the moment and has plenty of time on her hand, so I put in, in in an order for Radio Brews News special gingerbread cookies So with our logo on. So that will be something that we will send uh, all of our correspondents and Facebook reviewers. She has, she has had a, a bit of practice at that because I did uh, commission some Radio Brews News. Uh, I think they were microphone shaped or, or did she do them in the... Remember, and I took them up to the. Well, she uh, spelled. Yeah, she she she, she spelt out Bruce News in in you know each letter with, with our logo lab, you know colouring on, and then yeah. did some Radio Bruce News ones as well. But anyway, the, the the gingerbread is 
delightful. So um, Deb is Deb is lovely people. Yep. So yeah, look after her. If you see her in the street, say hi. And and look, we've also got well, we've got our good friends at Beer Cartel, um, and. I think we pivoted again to try and encourage people to review us on iTunes because there is a benefit to us um, over just the, the warm um, fuzzies that we get from getting the lovely correspondence we get. Um, so the Beer Cartel six-pack will be to um, reviewers um, on uh, in any of the um, podcasting sites because you know that's a bit of value that we can give to try and incentivise people to, to give us a rating and review. Um, but then we've also got... Plenty of merch. We've still got stuff from our um, trip overseas, Pete. Our Hop Harvest Tour. Yeah, so we, we, we've got merch. So you know, send us an email. You never know. You might come up with a medium T-shirt or a hat or um, a six-pack or something. <laughs> or a can, a can of white claw that Matt's going to find at the <laughs> bottom of the, <laughs> the luggage. Um, uh, and speaking of emails, Daniel Reed sent a, a, an email. Well, we talked, uh, to, we, we talked through... Which we did do the first bit of that. Yep. So he said, nice show today. We've got to ask Matt and Pete running out of puff. Did somebody set the waffle police on that? Yes. And it turns out that he didn't, uh, he wasn't hoarding waffles. So he was, uh, he was let off with a warning. Now that I'm working from home five days a week, the commute from my bedroom to my office isn't <laughs> offsetting the calories from regular beer sampling. I need to get out walking the neighborhood again. Past episodes would have me walking in circles in my driveway while I waited for Matt to get off the soapbox. Tonight, the show was done and I still had 800 meters to go. Jeez, he's got a long driveway. Uh, at least I had the latest Chosen Brew episode next in the queue. I wasn't walking another hour and 30 minutes for that to finish, though. Uh, seriously, though, it was a great episode. Matt expressed some doubt as to whether to do a podcast this week. I'm glad you still did. I always look forward to the show, as if that wasn't obvious from my involvement in the Facebook group, and I'm sure that there are many others who'd be disappointed not to hear you each week. Thank you. No, thank you, Daniel, because that, that actually does mean a lot. Because it, it was a hard – it was a call that we had to sort of make. It was one of those things, that, you know – do we do it? Do we, you know, let things slide? Um, obviously, you've got to put up with a little bit of family noise coming from uh, you know, the isolation ward here at um, Casa del Pilsner um, because we've all got our own working areas and uh, it's, it's a bit hard to, to shut them off, but uh, hopefully it's working okay. Uh, Matt, Adam Mackman. Now, I don't know who Adam is and I think this he might be uh, I don't, a, a but he's new obviously member. in the industry, yeah. To the group, so keen to find out where you're from, uh, Adam. Um, absolutely loving these antidote episodes. Getting up and driving to the brewery every day in these tough times. Um, listening to these over the last couple of days, I found comfort in knowing I'm not alone. Thank you, and please keep them coming. Cheers. And that 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 just says it all, Matt. For me, that's uh, you know I'm, I'm happy. The antidote isn't a sponsored podcast. We make nothing for it. You know, there, there's all of the time involved in putting it together um, during a very busy time, but it's something that we can do. Um, and you get an email like that, um, uh, it, it just really makes, you know, it, it, yesterday was a shit day and that came in and, you know, that completely gave me green thoughts instead of uh, red thoughts, as you would say, Pete. Yeah, no, exactly. And, and look, even just if you can jump on and, and, and have a listen, because it's probably easier to see it all happening and, and listen to it. But the, the chat room's been great as well. Just with the, just the, just the little comments and that sort of thing, the, the little sort of virtual pats on the back. Um, it, it just it, it makes it easier for us as well. And the next one, Matt, is from Ryan Lumby, who's a regular contributor. And this is in the Facebook group again. Uh, now, he contacted us uh, with a comment regarding the WA's alcohol purchasing restrictions. 
I just don't see how this will solve the problems they want to solve. If people are going to plan to drink to excess, then they still will. The volume of liquor you can buy is still well in the range of heavily over-drinking, even if half is consumed in one sitting. And if people really want to, they'll go to multiple bottle shops in one trip or visit every day, increasing their exposure, which is true. Um, while I can see the logic behind the decision to make a decision, um, that is to decrease non-coronavirus-related hospital visits, I don't see these measures as making a positive net impact. Uh, yeah, and that's a fair call. Uh, at the end of the day, you know, if you make an idiot-proof system, then only idiots will use it. Um, or if you make a system that's so simple even a monkey could use it, then only monkeys will use it, um, I think. So at the end of the day, you are going to get people who will squeeze through loopholes. They'll, you know, or, or just ignore best practice advice. Yeah, look, really, really good comment, that one. And it was one of the things I sort of thought of that, you know, you, you, you're really taking an, an, a negative look at alcohol um, when that's your view. And look, the, the figures, I was speaking to somebody who, who reminded me um, of something that I think we should be very aware of um, at the moment. And that is, you know, like during State of Origin, when there's a lot of people at home and a lot of drinking, apparently, you know, social ills such as domestic violence um, do spike and you know um, you know calls to police for domestic violence and hospital admissions as a result of that um, does occur and we we can't and so I've been a little bit you know impatient with people who have been making jokes about you know just sort of staying home and getting drunk for, for, for that reason because it's it's you know you never celebrate that aspect of of alcohol no exactly and, um, and language matters. And, and language matters, yeah, and and it and it, all of that. Um, but the one thing um, that the, the point was made was that people are going to get it anyway. Like if if if, if the pe- it's a little bit like the pregnancy label stuff. Putting the warning on the can isn't going to stop the people that are the problem um, that you're trying to solve. And it's you know, and stopping people from buying is actually going to increase some problems rather than. Uh, so yeah, so that was a really good, uh, well reasoned point that I. Uh, yeah. Now, did you have uh, anything else in your that popped up in your personal I, I Facebook did, or very quickly because we need on... to get off to do our um, to do our other shows? Then we're yes, we've, we've got another podcast to get to, Matt. So <laughs> let's wind it up. Um, now, I've always wanted to say that, and it is too. Um, Blair Hughes. Um, now I'm trying to work, remember which brewery Blair works for, but he is an absolute champion. You know, just. Shares with everybody, um, you know, shares all of the beer industry news, absolute industry champion, lovely, lovely bloke. And um, today I've had a lot of people come, you know, just sort of contact me and check in. Um, Pete, you know, just sort of say, how are you going? Um, as, as I've sort of been doing for the last couple of days as well. Um, and um, Blair was one of those guys who... Um, he, he sent me a message today just sort of saying, um, keep up the good uh, work, mate. You and people like James and I... Guess he's talking about uh, crafty. Um, deserve more credit. Once this is all done, the industry needs to come together um, and support you guys even more, which is a lovely thought. And I just sort of you know, replied saying, "Mate, really appreciate that. That's come at a really nice moment for me." Um, and I sort of said, "You know, and how are you going?" And um, he then sent me an email sort of saying, "You know, he's been uh, dropped to part time because he's in in beer sales." But and I'll just very quickly summarise it. Um, you know, his. Um, I, I probably don't need to go into uh, any more more details that are personal, but you know, he he's got his own stuff that he's dealing with, and his first thought was to get in touch and say thank you for the antidote and the podcast and all that we do. And I just thought, mate, you know, that 
that's why we're in this industry and they're the people that we want to be out supporting and when you're buying beers from local um, breweries um, and it said if you're buying beers from uh, you know some of the big houses, these are the sort of you know, really wonderful people that you're supporting and keeping in a job. Yeah, exactly. And on that note, Matt, we shall ride off into the sunset and by the sunset I mean uh, Studio 2 so we can go and record <laughs> today's episode of The Antidote. Hoping it um, works. Thank you very much to all our supporters, to Beer Cartel, to Rellings Label Stickers and Packaging, and especially to Cryer Malt. Don't forget those guys too, um, you know, they're, they're facing the, the, the same sort of pressures as, uh, as everyone else is. Uh, so keep them in your thoughts. Um, look after each other and after yourselves, and we'll see you all again for the next episode. Thanks, Matt. Thank you, Pete. And we'll see you next time on Brews Newsweek. Cue music. And we're out. Don't forget, if you like what we do here at Radio Brews News, you can help us out in a number of ways. You can sponsor the show either by a small monthly contribution or through a one-off donation. You'll find details in the show notes. You can also review us on iTunes or whatever your favourite podcasting service happens to be. Let us know what you think and help others find and discover our shows. Finally, you can tell us what you think about what's going on in the beer industry by emailing us at producer at brewsnews.com.au. All letters received will receive in return, as by way of thanks, a Brews News bottle opener. And thanks to our very good friends at Beer Cartel, the letter of the week will receive a mixed six-pack of great Australian beer. We love hearing your thoughts on the stories we cover because, as you may have heard, beer is a conversation.